Hey, what's up, y'all? You're listening to Part of My Sheep Podcast with your girls Jen and Toya. Part of My Sheep Podcast is an unapologetic audio series stemmed from random shop talk at the House of Sheep studio. Our foundation is a combination of faith, sisterhood, and the grind. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We live. We're lit. We here. It's Jen. It's Toya. And we are Part of My Sheep. <laughs> You know, sometimes when I be in the mood to keep going, uh-huh. and then oh, you, you be like, cut, and I'm in the mood today, and then like sometimes you be in the mood, and I'm like, okay, we about to cut. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> don't worry. We got to get that together by, before September 19th. Oh, baby, are we holding it September 19th? We go, we gonna run <laughs> that back singing. like two. We gonna run that back like two or three times on September 19th. You hear me? Because then we gonna say it, and then the audience gonna wanna say it, uh-huh. and then we gonna just toss the mic. Like I don't, we ain't gonna toss the mic, people in the audience. No, we gonna, no, we gonna do all that. But they go, they gonna say it, and we gonna have to hear them say it. So yeah. So yes, because y'all know what September 19th, 19th is, right? They better know if they follow us. If what y'all tell don't them know in case, just in case. Because we do have about 80 new followers, okay? Okay, listen. <clears throat> well, <laughs> hey, y'all. How y'all doing? I thought been the same to them. Y'all, she grabbed the mic. I grabbed the mic. That was well, like... She cupped the mic. I did, though. I did. That was just how excited uh-huh. I was to n- find out that we have 80 new followers. Yes. So 80 new followers hopefully equates to 80 new listeners. Yeah. And then if you're listening and you're following and tell your homies to listen and follow too that part but for those of you that don't know what's going on on september 19th what's happening we are having our first part of my chic podcast live show it's gonna be y'all know how we say we live we lit it's gonna be like like all of that listen (laughs) listen i'm telling like I just keep thinking about it. I do too. And I just get excited. And then like every time we talk about it mm-hmm. and we come up with this or think about this. Text about it. Text about it. I'm like, oh, y'all, this shit's about to be it's lit. It's really happening. It is we happening. And we, heck yeah, we're doing We're going to do it too. So for those of you that are that that's in the Charlotte area, mm-hmm. that may not be in the Charlotte area, but you are available on September 19th. It's a Sunday night, y'all. Sunday night, Sunday evening, 7 p.m. at Heist Brewery here in Charlotte. Um, that's in the Noda off of North Davidson Street. Mm-hmm. Um, come join us. And we have a flyer actually that's actually ready. So yeah. we're gonna share it. With I mean, the we're people. gonna we're gonna share it. We're gonna drop the link and everything so y'all can, you know, make sure you get your tickets, cop your tickets or whatever. And join us. She just went somewhere, y'all. Know where she went y'all to know with that be, whatever. You know, I'll be going a lot of places. <laughs> I'll be going a lot of places. Well, welcome back. Hey. <laughs> How was your weekend? My uh, weekend? Actually, so it's been, because you went out of, you went, went out of town, vacation. Family. Last week before last? Yeah. Kinda, so it's been a minute. Since it's been a minute since we've been we, with our listeners. Yeah, it's been like a week, over a week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been good. You yeah. know, vacation was good. Florida was, you know, good and chill. It was hot. Uh-huh. You know, got a chance to spend some time with my siblings. Like, I, I don't know if I said it, but my older sister, Portia, she got married. Okay. Um, so that's what that was the reason we went down to um, to witness her union to her new husband, Curvin. Um, right. So, yeah, shouts out to Portia and Curvin on their union. Congrats um, so, on the nuptials. Yes, yes. So I um, went there with them and then came back. This, today was actually like my first. It wasn't my first day back to work because I cut my vacation, went to work one day and then. Mentally, it was your first day. Yeah, back. mentally full because then I went to work on a Wednesday and was off that Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So like today was like my first day back back to work. Uh-huh. And I was like, Lord, I feel like I ain't been in here in a long time. You had, had just I, a listen, nice little break. Listen, had a nice break. My weekend was lovely. You know, all that good stuff. That's you know, up. Yeah. What's been going on with you, girl? Not the much, girl. Work. That's it. Yeah. The work and, and trying to squeeze a little life in between listen, there. Listen, you got to make sure you squeeze that yeah. life in between there because, yeah. hey, balance, right? That's it. 
Balance, balance. I did. I did tell the people that I'm not accepting new clients anymore. Yep. After um, I saw that announcement, <laughs> it does not affect you, bitch. No, I, I mean, it, do, it doesn't. I mean, it, it she does. feels so bad for y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you, but I ain't even go front. It, it doesn't affect me at all. But my but, mama and my sister were concerned. They were like, "So, like, are we considered? So, my th- like, are we considered new clients?" Okay, so let me clients? define. So, this yeah. was my definition. If you sat with me before, then you're not new. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay. And if you booked before. September first. I don't care if you book it right now for October. Yeah, you got in. You know, okay. what I'm saying? that's just okay. how I look at it. But I got to put a cap on it. So gotcha. It gotcha. hurt me. But listen, I'm just like, but I, listen. I definitely understand that when you were telling the people like why mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I definitely under, understand. Yeah. And I mean, hey, that's a part of that luxury. You know what I'm saying? You there have, it is. You have there that. it is again that black girl luxury. Listen, it comes I'm trying to all... get these people a good experience. Okay, right. I'm trying to have them in the salon for hours upon hours. Right, right, right. But so, anywho, yes, yes. That's been the happenings with me. Just work and a little bit of play in there in between. Listen, listen. Before you get into gin and juice, though, because the people might hear extra voice chiming yes, in, because and they will. Sis likes the tea. Okay, <laughs> or the juice. The juice. The, the juice. juice. Here we are. The juice. Here is the juice. Okay. The gin and the juice. We got. The- <laughs> so y'all might hear extra voice, and mm-hmm. we're just gonna let her say hey to the people right quick. Tell the people who you are, just right quick. I'll get into your uh, nice extensive bio that you sent. Don't say extensive. <laughs> no, extensive. Bit. It's like a whole lot of good stuff packed in there. That's what I mean. <laughs> hey people, I'm saying hey to the people. This is Mel. I'm so excited to be here. We live. We lit. Yay. Hey, I love it. <laughs> Love it, love it, and we're trying a new feature with this yeah, too. So, so if it sounds a little different, um, you know, we're trying to level up a bit, you know, for what our, we said more in season four. more in season four. So for our guests, if you're not local, you know, or can't come in and join us, then yeah. you have the ability of joining us via via telephone. So it's a so little Mel, different, so different from Mel us, but from, you know, uh, from Greensboro. Okay, it's Greensboro, Greensboro, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Greensboro. Yeah, we call okay. Mel from Greensboro. So. Okay, okay. So, hey, Mel, welcome to the show. We are at the point of the show. You all know who it is. It is your girl, Jenny Lane. Um, Hey, it's been a while, it's, right? It's been a while. So maybe or maybe not, you've been minding your business, uh-huh. drinking your water, but now is the time for you to do what? Mind someone else's business and sip on some of this juice. Listen. Let's get into it. <sighs> <laughs> not the heavy. I'm just going... <laughs> I'm just going, it's, it's some juice going on, right? It's a lot of juice. And uh-huh. I know um, if you follow Toya, you follow myself, you follow our page, you uh-huh. saw her share some things. And a lot of people have been in my inbox about this juice that I reposted in my oh. stories. Like, oh, yeah, talk on it, talk on it. Because at first I was a little hesitant to talk on it. But you know what? Y'all hold, hold, um, hold, hold yourselves a little bit. I'm not about to get into it now. Okay. But what I'm first going to get into. <laughs> that setup that, was a setup. It was a setup. Because she said, I'm not about to get don't, into it. I'm not about to get into it. I ain't going to quench your thirst just yet. I don't know if we talked about this. Jeff Bezos and three passengers returned to Earth after a historic flight to the edge of space. Wait, wait. I was honestly. Not paying attention. No, listen. Oh. See, what happened was what? the question that you was talking about that I posted. Now people want to be responding. Really? I guess they done got off work and stuff. They so got we'll off give work. them 24 hours. But go ahead. Okay, say we'll that give them 24 hours. Just- say, screenshot those responses and we'll talk about them um, next time. Did we talk right. about... um? The the uh Jeff Bezos, the Amazon founder going to the moon. Mm-hmm. I mean going to space. We, we talked about that. Uh-huh. Okay, then never mind. That's some old juice. Um keep going. <laughs> um well, I might as well just go ahead and get into this heavy juice then. Yeah. I and mean, just go ahead. Lay it on us and lay it on you. Pour it on us. The baby. Duh, baby. Duh. <laughs> 
Not woo all the way from Greensboro. Because I feel woo. like it's just, I, we're going to have a lot of conversation about yeah. this, which is going to last pretty much the whole segment. So, the baby, if you guys don't know, haven't heard, been under a rock or what have you, the baby has been in headlines. He is like council culture like spokesperson right I now. <laughs> um, all Not all because, but be, based off of um, his quote unquote, his homophobic comments that he um, stated at a recent live show that he had. Mm-hmm. So during this live show, you know, he um, made some statements and a couple of them was, and I quote, if you didn't show up today with HIV or AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that, that'll make you die in two or three weeks, put your cell phone light in the air. He also went on to say, ladies, if your poop poop smell like water, put your cell phone light in the air. Fellas, if you ain't suck in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights in the air. Keep it real. So he kind of like went on in, went in, in, went on a rant about a lot of things during his live show. Right. And so, of course, initially, you know, everybody came at him like, oh, my gosh, these are, you know, you're so homophobic. Um, RuPaul um, kind of pretty much started off. He was like, hey, the baby undetectable equals untransmittable. So that means you equals mm. you. That will educate you on at least one of them dumb A comments you made. Um, mm. A Twitch streamer stated that he's throwing out 90s era homophobia. He's the boomer. Um, and so <laughs> as a result of this, of course, initially he said it. People were coming at him. Then he made... He made a statement. He recorded some videos pretty much trying to um, explain himself. And so he was pretty much saying, I wasn't going on no rant. That's called a call to action. That's what it, that's what you do when you're like pretty much a live performer. You say certain things. You tell them, hey, put your put your camera lights, put your camera in the air, put your lighters in the air to get them to do your fans or your people there to do something. And then at that point, you know, I guess at that point, his performance turns up a notch. And so he said, that's what it was. He's a live performer. I'm the best live performer. You interact with your fans. You get what I'm saying? He said, all the lights went up, gay or straight. You want to know why? Because even my gay fans don't got no A's. And, and at that point, what? <laughs> at that point, at that point, that's when he kind of lost me, right? Like in him trying to defend himself, it was like, shh, you digging your hole deeper. Because my thing is, don't have to say all that and then walk backwards and then do this whole apology thing like he did today. Yeah. Like, I'm ignorant. So, so <laughs> the apology thing, uh, that kind of had to come today. You know what I'm saying? Like, because After. because as a result of that, his rant and, trying to, and him trying to defend himself, then that's when council culture came right. in. That's when all of these festivals that he was a part of mm-hmm. and these partnerships that he had was like, oh no, you know, we don't, we don't stand for that. So you had Boohoo, which is, um, you know, the, um, the clothing, the clothing mm-hmm. shop or whatever. Um, I guess he was about to do a partnership with Boohoo Man. They announced that they would no longer be working with him following his Rolling Loud comments. Um, who else? Uh, Lola Palooza pulled out. He, that festival concert. That was a festival con- okay. concert he had. They pulled out. Um, he was dropped from the governor ball, Governor's Ball NYC lineup. Oh, I did see that. Um, he also <laughs> and was. They reposted that flyer minus his name. Okay? Listen, listen. Um, something called uh, Day in Day in Vegas, twenty twenty one. He was supposed to be a part of another festival. They pulled out. So everyone has been pulling out. You know, saying, "Hey, we don't we don't want nothing to do with you." Those homophobic comments, like there are no that doesn't you know go coincide with what we represent, what our right. company, our festivals, and things like that represent. So do you think he pulled out um, or you think he uh, 
responded today because he mean it? Or you think, you know, once he saw it was affecting his bags? I think hmm, probably a little, just a little cleanup. Probably a, a combination of both because now at this, it affects his bags. And so then mm-hmm. at that part, when it started affecting his bags, he probably like, you know, now he start maybe starting to feel bad or maybe, I don't know. But my thing is, and I'm, I said initially when when I reposted in my story, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of scared to even talk about this. Not that I'm nobody yeah. that would be canceled. I'm just saying. Yeah, talk about it. But I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to pop my shit. I think they're going too far. Yeah. Y'all are going too far. Like, he, I feel like he has done and said way worse. You know what I'm saying? He has done and said way worse. And they are really going too far when it comes comes to when it's when it comes to them like just canceling at this point I think they're all just like following the leader following the leader type because thing. and I felt that way <clears throat> on the flip side of it too because that's the whole genre of you know what I'm saying rap or whatever like somebody is always saying something that's that, gonna offend that's contradicting uh right morals I guess yeah I exactly say. that's you know morally correct or yeah. or what have you but then you think about like like you said they're rappers you know what I'm saying they talk about like murder they talk about this they mm-hmm. call females bitches and, and things like this like so that's what they do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so somebody then, is gonna somebody can always all, walk away offended. offended Mel what you what you got to say about this well, I, I definitely can see both arguments. Mm-hmm. I can see how it can be viewed that they're going too far. And then on the other hand, I can see that, you know, sometimes to be, okay, I'm going to be transparent. Mm-hmm. I think that <laughs> when you have a, a strong opinion, especially about the stuff that he was talking about, mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of the climate that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I call it kitchen table talk. Sometimes that can be kitchen table talk. Maybe the rolling loud stage wasn't the time or the place for you to express that publicly because once you express your views publicly, then you open yourself up to public scrutiny. And if your livelihood depends on what the public thinks of you, then maybe you should give some thought as to what you're saying because largely in like fashion and music and these sort of areas where the creatives are largely a part of those populations and in decision-making positions, yep. then you are opening yourself up to lose money. Yeah, and, true. you know, so I feel like that's where I'm coming from. And then I guess my question was, why? Like, why you say that? Yeah. Why you say that? Like, like he could have he could, he said, said something else, you know, for a call to action. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You could have said, like... Why is if, that your call to action? Yeah, like, at your concert. Yeah, at your concert. Like, <laughs> maybe you should have said, you know, if you got your hair done before you came here, like, <laughs> put your phone in there. Right. Like, if you, no, if you hit your baby mama or something, like... <laughs> right, you got some money in your pocket, raise your hand. If you ain't, you know, broke, if you do whatever, we know the call. We know the so, calls. <laughs> What is that on the forefront of your mind? Somebody yeah, right. know, having, having special time in the parking lot. Why do you think about that? I guess, you know, it'd be some crazy stuff going on at them festivals. And so, like, I've never been to those types of festivals from what I see. Like, it, I mean, he, you ha- he has a variety of fans. And even he said the gay his gay fans that were there you know he it was one person that was in front of him they was like you mean he was with it you know what i'm saying he on the crop top and everything he didn't put his phone down that damn time so for his fans and his his um you know gay fans his lesbian fans his transgender friends and whomever that were there he felt as though because he could see their reaction to it he felt as though they weren't offended so his fans his fans know him huh Somebody threw a shoe at him when he said that. Oh so yeah, okay. I see him. That's what that I was. Too. That's what I was. That's what I was about to ask. Because I, I thought the comments or the 
uh, what do you call it? The call to action. I thought that came after, after the, the shoe, shoe, after he dodged the shoe or whatever. But I guess I, I, I don't. It. I mean, I, don't, I I know the shoe got thrown at him. I wasn't sure. Like, was it before or, or after? after? Yeah, if it was before, then <laughs> go ahead. It was after, but it was after. I thought so. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought it was, yeah, okay. and it and it could have been. I mean, hey, they was mad, and that's the opportunity to get back. Then you know, throw your Adidas or whatever, because <laughs> um, I think it was like <laughs> it, a, was an it, it was an Adidas <laughs> shoe, and it you know, I think he said it was like a little dusty or something. <laughs> So then at that point, you say, if you ain't out here with no dusty Adidas, throw your, throw your phones yeah, in the air. that's your but, like, but, I mean, I just think they're kind of they're kind of running with it a bit. Me personally, like, there's other things that as a whole, like, cancel culture can cancel people for. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe, like, you throwing, not you're throwing, you know, this particular thing or this particular area whatever in everyone's face about this but you can there's other things like you can y'all need to be focusing on um that's a little bit you know i'm gonna just watch what i say but yeah they y'all 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 they going too far they going i feel like they're going too far you put too much on these entertainers when they're rappers they're not government um you know officials they're not philanthropists they like they talk this shit they rap they shit so when they say something that offends then Y'all just going on about your business. Like, stop trying to do all I think this. it's a lot to it's a lot to uh regulate. <laughs> yeah. If we're gonna just, you know, what what, what exactly gets canceled? I yeah. guess that's that's where I wanted to be like, okay. I don't think they know what well, gets canceled. Other things, you know, that in my opinion, y'all should have yeah. been canceled some of these other people for, but they didn't cancel him when he'll talk to that female. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, y'all ain't cancel him then. Like this dude, I think allegedly or did kill a whole person. You know what I'm saying? As him being a rapper, y'all ain't cancel him then. You know what I'm saying? So there's different areas and different dynamics, right. people of different dynamics that y'all could have canceled him for and y'all didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he assaulted a female. Females like black. But different, you know when it comes to them but alphabets. But when it comes to the alphabets, up, y'all be ready to shut shit down. Yeah. Shut shit right. down when it comes to this police brutality against these black people. That part. Do that. Keep that that's same where, energy. That's where my mindset went. Yeah. Like it, Because it just felt like a follow-up. Like, okay, that was the last big thing. Yeah. Now it's this. It's yeah. the LGBTQ yeah. Yeah. and all yeah. whatever else is yeah. attached. It'll um, be interesting to see exactly how much money he's lost. And then if this is just something that they can kind of talk about now. And if there's any festivals coming up in 2022 or whenever, like, is he back on the roster? Right. So if he's back on the roster, then I'm like, F cancel culture. Because y'all, yeah. y'all don't be meaning that shit. Y'all, y'all just do that it. shit for clout. I definitely, I mean, right. I don't think half of them have these brands and things that, you know, did what they did when all the Black Lives Matter it, stuff was. Now it's like it's quiet. You it's know quiet. what I'm saying? So I think it'll pass. It'll pass. Yeah. It'll pass. He'll be back. Oh yeah, he'll be back. And he'll, ha- and for half the you know, um, yes, and I think that a lot of that also depends on him too. Because one thing you have to understand whether whatever side of, of the the line you're on mm-hmm. on this, I think that he also has to understand that like, is this the hill you want to die on? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't eat doubling down on it and I know that today you know he issued that formal apology finally somebody's PR stepped in and basically like shut up boy like stop talking about it because like you said cancel culture has a way of being really you know quick and performative Mm -hmm. and in two weeks somebody else is going to do something and we won't even be talking about this unless he keeps putting himself out there to make it a relevant topic yeah 
Yeah. And that's why I said, like, when he made that first initial statement or video, it was like, okay, you digging your hole a little deeper because you're not, right. you're not, it's not really making any sense at this point. So then today, him releasing that st- statement, like you said, it's his PR person, like, okay, come on, you gotta, like, Gotta play you got, damage, you gotta play do damage this. control. Yeah, but but we <laughs> know it's up. gonna be he's gonna be fine because Tory Lanez is back. You know, like after you know the culture supposedly canceled <laughs> him for allegedly shooting Megan in the in the foot or wherever he shot her. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly shot her. So we we know how that all plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking yeah. of culture, culture, um, another win for the culture. Uh, y'all remember when was this? Like last year during the pandemic, when the young lady, um, Kiara Wilson. Uh, did the TikTok for the Savage Challenge, like the dance routine. I'm a oh, savage. Yeah. So, of course, she did that. Um, you know, that's a whole nother conversation with TikTok because a lot of the black creators are create their content and then the uh, white uh, TikTokers are going trying, you know, mimic their content and get paid get more on it, get the credit it. for it. So, Miss um, Wilson was able to copyright her, the dance that she created with um, the dance excuse me, the dance she created for the Savage Challenge. So um, shouts out to her for being able to, uh, you know, have that copyright. I guess that kind of like sets the standard when it comes to uh, creators and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that, making sure they're protected. I just want to know how you, like, how you copyright that? So what's going to happen? If someone does that routine and try and, I guess, monetize it, then you, that you can file a cease and desist, stop, or just like, don't. Like, how does that really work, I wonder? Um, so Back in the day, like when we were doing that, um, what's the Asian man name that was on um, American, American Idol? Idol? Yes, and uh-huh. doing like Pepsi commercials, and yeah. they were doing that, you know. So maybe it's like that. Maybe uh-huh. they can't capitalize off of her content without giving her a percentage if they use that, because it's only a matter of time before it's in a commercial, or yeah. you know what I'm saying. Somebody's doing it, so yeah. hopefully that's. What that she can get her coins. She can get her coins, but is so that challenge still relevant make, though? You can't make money off of. You can't make money off of this because I made it up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can't like like you said Pepsi commercials. I guess if if someone like I guess an artist is um tries and tries and do it during a concert like their tour tour or during mm-hmm. a performance like she get paid off of it. But I mean she was she I wish she would have done that like early on because that's, that's what at the height mm-hmm. of it, right? Because, like, now it's like, I don't even know if we really... Like that one girl, the one named Jimmy Fallon, and was doing it. Remember? Yeah, the the, so, the, the other one. The, like, the was other, it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it now. The one that made it bigger? Or, like, she like did. That. Yeah, I just say, because I know that was a part of the routine, <laughs> and they would be, like, throwing that something out of here. I don't know. I'm not a TikToker, and I could You better dance. Listen, you see me trying to make it up in my head. Um, so yeah, so shouts out to Ms. Wilson for doing that, setting that standard. So hopefully, you know, other creators and things like that will go the right, follow her path and get things copyrighted and make sure they get the credit that's get rightfully due to them. Um, now who are the, who are the sisters? What dance did they do? It was some sisters. Yeah. It was some sisters that did a dance or like they, they do TikTok dances. I saw, um, I just knew you was going to know about this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Maybe I don't know <laughs> I that they sisters or maybe um, I just... I saw, uh, I think it was Megan had them at, okay, maybe. I'll, I'll do a little research okay. and come back to okay. that. Okay, okay. I don't know. Probably know the song, know the song that they did. No, okay. I, no. Thought, I, thought, I, had, I thought it came to me. Um, <laughs> so let's just uh, finish this juice up talking about um, our girl Simone Biles. 
Um, she has also been in the headlines recently for her decision to uh, pull out of the Olympic finals due to um, due to some what she said is, has been some mental health issues that mm-hmm. she's been having. Um, so initially, people tried to say that she had some type of injury. Um, and then, of course, people were saying, you know, it's due to mental health issues. I'm going to first start off because, like, initially when I heard it, right, mm-hmm. um, I just thought it was really fishy on the Olympic side of it. Not even looking into, like, okay, Simone, she's, you know, definitely going through something. Mental health is important. We, mm-hmm. we you know, people are not being huge advocates for mental health and things of that nature. So, I thought it was more, okay, Olympics, something feels fishy because I thought about the other young lady, um, the um, tennis. Yes. Tennis, and, and I um, thought about Sha- Shakira. Sha- yeah. Yeah, her. Yeah. And then I thought about Shakari. And then I thought about when we talked about the other um, uh, Olympians that were, well, the other people that are going to be participating in mm-hmm. the Olympics, about them, like, doing tests and them, you know, making, you know, things not right for them or whatever. So I thought it was something on the Olympics that was like, okay, y'all being real fishy with the way y'all treating the minorities and us black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, so you didn't think it was her decision. I didn't, I didn't think it was her decision initially. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was my ignorance, me not researching and reading onto things. That was just the first time. First thing I saw was yeah. her pulling out. I'm like, what the Olympics doing now? Mm-hmm. Like what they done did or what have you. But then of course, after researching and reading um, and seeing that, you know, she, wanted to pull out because her mental health wasn't right. She had, she was experienced what they call the twisties. Um, and the twisties is what, like, I think what they said, the twisties was when I guess she's, because she's not right mentally or she's not Mm -hmm. thinking right. Then when she's doing her flip, she doesn't know where she is in the air. And that's due to her mental capacity. So then if she's, if she's not, doesn't know where she is in the air, that can affect her landing. Right. Because we know homegirl be flipping mm-hmm. like high and be doing all the things or whatever. So that's initially what it was. Um, and so she pulled out. And so you had different people talking about it, saying, you know, of course, the people that didn't believe she had mental health issues. Mm-hmm. The Well, I forgot that lady name and I don't have it here. But she, oh, the um, reporter. Yeah. 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 She went and said some things. And then um, sis read her. Her rights was right. like whatever. Um, but then now she ha- I just saw where she is going to compete in the women's balance beam finals. So we so she will be competing on competing on Tuesday. So by the time y'all y'all hear this, she would have competed and mm-hmm. um, won um, in the women's balance beam finals. Um, so, yeah. So shout, shouts out to Simone. Um, and then, of course, taking a stand for her mental health, because of course we know how important that is. And we all always say mind over matter, right? Mind over so matter. if your mental ain't there and you know, you're not there, you know, like I, I said, say mentally, you're hitting in the game. You're hitting in the game. Then <clears throat> listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you got to do. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, so, that was a lot of juice. Thank you for that. Um, it wasn't I'm, too, too much. <laughs> it was just a lot of commentary I mean, on the juice. Good. It, was, it was good juice. It was a cup. It was a full cup. Okay. And was. <laughs> but for Social Chic, we don't have a question from our listeners, but I did have a question just piggybacking off of the Simone um, talk and then to our, our subject um, mm-hmm. today being mental health. Um, but um, from the professional athlete standpoint, <clears throat> or in your opinion, mm-hmm. does, and Mel, you can answer this too. Do you guys feel like Simone owes um the people anything or or I should say do you feel like okay so in my opinion Simone the person she doesn't owe you know anybody anything but 
I do feel like the brand, um, Simone, the brand, um, as an entertainer, um, owes her audience something. How you guys feel about that? I, I'm going to go first now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think she okay. owes them anything mm-hmm. as a gymnast, as, you know, the brand, because mental health, physical health. No, I'm not saying, I'm not even thinking about her mental health. I'm just thinking about decision no, okay. No, because again, I'm thinking mental health, physical health. When any other athlete, if it's a, like if they're get benched or you know they get hurt or mm-hmm. whatever, and they I can't play in the finals, I can't play this. Like they don't have to sit here and prove themselves or mm-hmm. say this or say that. They hurt. They don't. They can't play. Period. You know. Period. So I don't think she owes them anything. If she feels like she is not in the capacity to perform. Her mental health. Her mental health. Because then her if her mental health isn't right, like I said, that could then, because she has it twisty, so then she can go up there and because her mind isn't there, do a flip and break her back, break her ankle or something. So you got to do what you got to do for you. No, I don't think she owes them. I don't think she owes them nothing. I ain't think all into the mental health. I didn't think any further than just the question. No, so I'm I, like, I, I guess right. me, I, I kind of like, but even, but even outside of that, no, she don't owe it. Like if she feel like she ain't wanna, she don't want to do nothing then. She said what she said. She did what she did. Right. Man, what I, you think? I don't. Yeah, I don't think she owes anybody anything, brand, brand or not. Because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times, especially in American culture, I feel like we put sports on such a high pedestal that it supersedes everything and mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. and then we start to dehumanize athletes and forget that these are actually people. And that sports is for entertainment, mm-hmm. and that we start to think about it through a lens that for our consumption, that their bodies, especially our black athletes, that their bodies are disposable. Mm-hmm. And so once we've used them up, then we can just discard them regardless of how that impacts them physically and mentally. That's and you good. really can't separate the two, mm-hmm. um, especially with athletics and sports. Your body and your mind have mm-hmm. to be in most of the time for the optimal performance. And exactly. I feel like, um, and even with that, on the other side of that, when this was giving her best, when she was outperforming everybody else, mm-hmm. there was conversation among the Olympic committee about how to score her or even exactly. not her full point because she was better than everybody exactly. else. So it's like, you, I give you my best and that ain't enough. I tell you I need a break and that ain't enough. So I feel like, do what you got to do, sis. Don't right. let these people sh- out. And I think that's what initially kind of made me think it was something up with the Olympics because I remember we talked about it. Um, a couple of episodes ago on Jen and Juice, like how they were trying not to score her because she was above average, you know, like they wanted to bring her down because she was better than her competitors. So when I first thought, I'm like, you know what, y'all tripping on Simone because y'all said this the other week and now this before I did the research. So like you said, yeah, like, no, if you give them your best, it ain't good enough. If you decide like, hey, in order for me to remain my best, I'm gonna have to take a seat right now. And that's still not good enough. But that's how they do. That's how they do. It's like, and like you said, they put them on a pedestal because not to really get off topic, but I thought about another juice I had. Mm-hmm. LeBron James recently was um, at a at the Usher uh, concert, yeah. and a con- one of his fans or someone kind of was approaching him mm-hmm. from the side, and he went to like push him away. So yeah, people say, "Oh, he about to get an assault charge." He was a fan. <laughs> this was a person like you don't do this, oh. but but he's a LeBron is a human. Somebody coming up to me Listen. on my periphery, and I don't know who you are. My ref- first my thing reflex is gonna is be gonna to be the, get, move, you, out get you out of the way. So you have to stop right. putting these entertainers these artists these athletes on a certain pedestal mm-hmm. and then when they do something that's not like appeasing to you it's like boom so yeah but yeah, yeah. but yeah she she I thought, I thought about that i guess i i thought about it i'm thinking um 
Okay, so I put myself, not mm-hmm. not like um I guess weighing or making, you know, one perform I'm I'm thinking from a performance basis. Mm-hmm. Um like I, I feel like I owe my clients something. You know what I'm saying? I owe them to, you know, have them leaving and you know, be pleased with, you know what I'm saying? The results yeah. that's just, just, just very surface. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you know, if I have, I, I got death in the family, I got mm-hmm. this going on. I got that going on. I don't feel good mentally. Like, no, nah, I don't owe yeah. you something, but just, um, I guess just from a brand standpoint, I just interpret it like, yeah. I owe and, she, them, and she probably you know? felt bad about it. You know, and she mean, probably yeah. was excited. You know, this is the Olympics. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I'm the this, best dang old yeah, gymnast yeah, there is. Yes, but like, she just, you know, sometimes you just have to be like, you know what? This too much. Beyond, yeah. beyond surface sometimes. Like, you know, like you said, you think about your brand and things mm-hmm. like that. Like you, you saying, okay, I owe my clients, mm-hmm. my, 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 um, my audience, my <laughs> clients, my audience and my regular something. So I'm yeah. going to have to step back new clients. I'm sorry. You yeah. know, I'm not doing this, you know, doing it. We're going to have to switch up. So I understand it from that level. But then it's like, yeah, no, than, I yeah, definitely no. get what you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely understand and agree with that um, perspective too. But I just wonder, like, does she, you know, yeah. just on the surface of yeah. things, does she? Okay, so no, she don't own nobody a damn thing. And don't. <laughs> and don't. So and do you don't. guys look at her? So, so, and I was listening to, I forget um, what, um, it was like a sports, um, some sports commentators. I forget mm-hmm. exactly who. Um, but they were saying, like, in essence, like, did she quit? Like, on the surface, yes, she quit, and so she took a leave of absence. She FMLA, because she because she right back <laughs> a little FMLA. <laughs> I mean, like a couple of days Listen, later, and she back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just couldn't do that. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if if it's the same category that she stepped away from that she's reentering. I don't think it is. No, I think it's the balance. It's, yeah. So then she was like, you know to. what? That's gonna be a little bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm gonna have to go from this floor to that floor, da da da, or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm but, be over there, but I'm a, I can do this balance being though. So you know, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, but shouts out to sis. I think you know she's definitely. Um, it's definitely been a topic of discussion. Um, you know the importance of mental health and not being afraid to recognize mm-hmm. that when you need to step back or when you need to focus on your mental health versus um, worrying about you know what others may think or may do. And I think that's definitely. an issue that we have, which is why you know having Mel on the show with us today. Mm-hmm to continue the conversation and, you know, the mental health topic and the importance of it and how that looks not only to athletes, but to, you know, people, you know, to the community, to, to all of that stuff. So, um, Toy, go ahead and introduce our guest, give, <laughs> give her, her bio. I'm going to read this bio, Mel. So Melanie Davis is a national, nationally certified nationally board certified and licensed therapist in North Carolina. Throughout her work, she recognized a need for stronger therapeutic relationships between the clients being served and the mental health professionals. She's the founder and owner of Pushing Black Girls Forward, uh, which y'all follow follow now on IG, Mm -hmm. um, a service leadership organization that uh, pairs high school age teens with professional women who who serve as a mentor. Uh, She is committed to volunteer work in, in countless community settings, that focus on the development of black youth and her local community. Thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And what's, what's, what's the name of her organization again? Uh, pushing Black Girls Forward. Pushing Black Girls Forward. Well, welcome, Mel. Welcome to Part of My Sheep Podcast. Hand clap. Woo! We'll get Greg to insert some uh, applause right there. Oh, and another thing that she left out uh-huh. of her bio is mm-hmm. that she is... Uh, 
a graduate of the illustrious Winston-Salem State University. Okay, so what y'all doing? I was, I was about to say don't that. Do that. Don't do that. I, I didn't know. I don't know. I knew it was raw. I didn't know if it was like the Rattlers or it's the Rams. My bad. So welcome to the show, Mel. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys so much for having me. No problem. I think it's really cool that you guys have sort of incorporated mental health, a discussion about mental health into today's episode. Um, I think it's a really relevant topic, especially Mm -hmm. given the Jim and Juice segment and talking about sports and and how it's sort of front and center right now because we are in the middle of the, you know, on the world stage. It's, It's on the world stage right now. So. So yeah, I think it's I think it's cool that you guys are talking about this today. Yes, yes. And first question: How important is like mental health? Period. You know, because we hear about it so much. Some people sweep it under the rug. Some people are scared to address any um, mental health issues that they have. Um, just of course because of the stigmatism that's attached to it. But initially, let people know how important is it? How important is mental health? Period. Yeah, I think that the first thing we have to understand is the difference between mental health and mental illness, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that people oftentimes hear, you know, mental health, mental health, and then they automatically associate that with, you know, being crazy or having some sort of, you know, diagnosis. And really, it's just that mental illness is basically something that's diagnosable, right? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's more than just, it it affects a person's mood, how they process information, how they behave, um, and and has a a name to it. So it's anxiety or bipolar disorder or depression or schizophrenia. And I'm sure these are all, you know, sort of the more common diagnosis that people are used to hearing. Mm -hmm. When we think about mental health, it's basically your psychological and emotional well-being mm. it, it's not something that's diagnosable it's not something that you know you have to go and be treated for but it's your everyday how you feel how you think how mm. you act how you interact with others and I think that mental health needs to be prioritized mm-hmm. the same way that we prioritize our physical health mm-hmm. you have to have regular maintenance you have to check in if something mm. starts to feel a little off you go to the doctor, right? Right. right and right. you don't wait until you have like a debilitating con- condition to go to the doctor for your physical health. And we should Im- appreciate and approach mental health the same way. Yes. Yes. Why do you think the black family, um, why do you think the back- black family um, doesn't talk so much about or doesn't push so much um, the idea of, you know, therapy um, for the family or you know, this kid might actually need, you know, there may be a need for a therapy. Why do you think that we don't focus on on that in the Black family? The reason why we don't focus on a lot of stuff in terms of how we interact with systems in the Black family. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff with Black people is going to always sort of, you know, link itself back to racism and, and systemic racism, mm-hmm. being able to outwardly talk about your problems and the things that are affecting you and your family is is really a privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have a That's huge good. mistrust in systems. And so for a long time, there were no black counselors. Mm-hmm. There was no person you could talk to, you know, outside of your church community that you could trust that it wasn't going to 
end in backlash. And so that's where the, the sort of notion of what happens in this house stays in this house, mm. because you can't trust white people with their secrets. You can't trust white people with your dirty laundry because then what's going to happen to us. Right. Um, and so that's sort of where that culture comes from. In the last 20 years or so, there has been a shift and, and maybe even more than that, but there's been a shift in the way that we approach mental health and what that looks like. We have more black counselors. Mm-hmm. We have male counselors. And this isn't something that's unique to the black community. This is almost the picture of what it looks like in many communities of color. So Asian people feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Latinx people feel the same way. They don't venture outside of their homes and their faith system to explore what that looks like on a professional side. And that's largely due to racism and systemic racism. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, that's definitely good. agree with that. Um, like you said, um, with with the racism. I also... Um, think sometimes as uh, the black community, especially black women, we're considered to be so strong and so resilient. Mm-hmm. Right. And so <laughs> we can take anything yeah. or, or even when we go to address things as mental health, that kind of shows a sign of weakness that shows a sign oh, like, you yeah. know what? I, mean, I ain't got my shit together. I can't go in mm-hmm. and, and show my hand. And the next thing, you know, people go look at me this way. Or they're going to use, use this against me. So then we're uh, nothing supposed to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, wrong. or it can be wrong. But I, I can't, I can't tell nobody it's wrong. Like I'm a, I'm a hold this in. I'm a, right. I'm a, I, I'll get through it. I'll pray through it. You know, Jesus, you know, see me through, uh, which <laughs> won't he, he do it. <laughs> won't he do it? Do it. He will. Um, so like, I think a lot of times that kind of like stops us from, you know, moving forward and doing that. Cause I can from even, seeking, t- yeah, yeah, from seeking, cause even being transparent, me, myself, like I've, I've never gone to, to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, it, now, now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, you know what, girl, there's nothing wrong with it. It's actually helpful, but mm-hmm. I do know like, okay, yeah, Jen, you got it. Like, just just pray yourself out of this, mm-hmm. but to go and to talk through this with someone, whether it be your pastor or even a licensed therapist right. who has that experience to know what to do. Like at this point, like you said, within the past 20 years, and I think even here more recent is become more common for yeah. us to address those mental health issues um, or those mental health problems. A, I hope it's not a trend, though. You know, yeah. I hope it's not a trend, you know, because it's. You know, it's uh, I guess yeah. it's more socially accepted now. now like I yeah. want to see my therapist. Yeah. And people kind of like, um, yeah, uh, like they, you know, yeah. like glamorize it. Yeah. I guess I like it's, say. A lux- some, it's a luxury. It's a luxury to some. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it is. It, it but is. I hope it's not. I hope it's really. You know, I hope people are really walking away, and it's really effective. On the flip side, you say you never. Um, you know been to therapy Mm -hmm. um with the you know licensed therapist Mm -hmm. i have um Mm -hmm. for a year and six a year and seven months however Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't decide to go until i knew like um okay now i I ain't me you know what i'm saying whereas i look i can look back in hindsight and say i should have went you know what i'm saying before and, you know what I mean? And that was a question mm-hmm. that I had that I wanted to ask prior to mm-hmm. um, before you uh, talked about black um, black community and going mm-hmm. to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point does one male um, need to be like, OK, let me go. Yeah. Let me go sit down because you can you can think, OK, this work stressing me out. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah, this relationship stressing me out, mm-hmm. you know, or this, that and a third or these finances or whatever the case may be. 
but then you don't want you don't, those you mental don't health to things to it. turn into yeah. those mental, what was it? The mental issue Me- or mental illness, mental, mental illness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at right. what point does one need to, okay, let me, what are some signs or some things that they yeah. need to realize to say, okay, let me go talk with someone about how I'm feeling. There is no, there is no time frame. Everybody needs it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's almost, I think about it in the lens of, do you only go to the doctor when you're sick or do mm-hmm. you go to the doctor for Time like check-up. annual checkups, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The doctor to make sure that, that nothing's wrong before the symptoms even start because you want to catch things early, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. if something is there, you may not, it may not be a real problem until you start having symptoms. And then a lot of times it's too late. Or you're, you're really at a bad point when mm-hmm. you start to have symptoms. So if you kind of are waiting until, if you're looking at that through a mental health lens, if you're waiting until you feel so overwhelmed, when you're so anxious or you're so depressed to the point that now I'm going, it's not too late, but you definitely should have been there already. Absolutely. Right? Gotcha. I can identify with that because it's, yeah. it's to the... It, it was to the point where it's like, okay, somebody got to help me yeah. versus being able to actually identify like yeah. this area needs help yeah. before you actually go through, quote, turmoil. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, and the question that a lot of people ask, well, you know, do I need a therapist? Yes, you do. You do. I'm telling everybody listening, y'all listening, mm-hmm. you need a therapist. Y'all heard yes, what Mel do. said. She said what she said. You need a therapist. <laughs> Jennifer, you need a therapist. I <laughs> and I hear you. Okay. <laughs> Heard. Heard. <laughs> and the reason why is because I think that there is so much st- a stigma attached to it and people think that it means largely like you're crazy mm-hmm. or, you know, you have issues or you're in, in it. It's not like that at all. Yeah. It's a way a therapist, especially a licensed therapist. And I'm not talking in no shade to anybody else. I'm not talking about a life coach. Right. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about a coach or even your pastor. I'm talking about a licensed therapist because. Just like, um, for example, and I keep going back to this, but I can't help it because this is the way that most people relate to wellness. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't go to your pastor if you had an earache, right? Right. Right. You would go to an ENT. Right. If you start having pain in your shoulder, you're not going to go to, you know, someone that you know in the community that does, you know, counseling. You're going to go to a professional because you want the best advice and the best tools mm-hmm. and so that's what a therapist is a therapist is there to give you the tools that you need to be able to work through whatever is presenting in your life that's giving you barriers or challenges and they do it in a way that is effective in a way that is uh, not harmful to you in a way that you can actually manage these feelings and these thoughts and, and all of this experience um so that it's beneficial to you. And so that's why it's important to think about that through that lens. And it's not just going to talk to somebody. These people are here to give you the tools and interventions you need to make sure that you have the psychological fortitude mm. to be strong mentally. Yes. And that's why you would, would do that. Mm. Boom. Psychological fortitude. Okay, per, guys. per. Y'all heard what she said? All of that. And <laughs> just, when I get serious about mental health, like I'd be serious about this. Yes, <laughs> and as you should be. I mean, th- this is this is you. This is your area of expertise. So listen, talk your shit, like for real. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, like you said, you won't go to a, you know, you go to your pastor, but you need to go through go to a professional. And yeah. for like, I'm thinking too, like for you 
for the Bible thumpers that like are straight, like I'm going to my pastor. But just imagine if you use those tools that you learn mm-hmm. from your therapist, plus mm-hmm. the merge, prayer, merge them with, merge that, them with that with that Bible. Listen, baby. Right. And I think that's the that's like the life formula, right? Right. You know, like it's not like she said, it's not a situation where it's just one sided and you mm-hmm. can only go here for everything because that's not realistic. Right. 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 You know. Right. Right. Exactly. So think about it as supplementing, right? You go to the doctor, but you take your vitamins and stuff and mm-hmm. you need supplements. But you, when things are the real heavy lifting, you need to go to a professional, right? right? And so that's that's the way we could sort of think about that. Yes, yes, yes. Did you have so, another question for it? I look well, like you like had, brewing something. No, I just there. had a thought. I just okay. had a thought. I'm just thinking about, um, I, I'm I'm being selfish. I am just thinking about black women right now. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, so <laughs> Mel, speak, speak, speak about the. Um, Jen touched on it a little bit. The whole idea of this, um, you know, black women, we strong. This, that, and the third. Um, superwoman syndrome is how I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, speak mm-hmm. on that, and I guess why that is. Why is it the cons of it? Why is it unhealthy? It's unhealthy because it's unrealistic. It's an unrealistic mm-hmm. expectation. But I and can do everything. Human. Right. I'm every it's woman. It's all in me. It's all in me. <laughs> right. And, and you're not. Is that right? You're and, and, and you're not. And <laughs> you can't do it all. And so it's really important to be able to identify the systems and the supports in your life and then use them. Because largely, mm. I know for me growing up, it was drilled into me from a very young age that you need to be able to exist in this world by yourself, have your own bag. Mm-hmm. Don't depend on nobody for nothing because mm-hmm. that's the way it is. And, and, and so largely that starts to show itself in the way that we approach life. And so we find it as a weakness to say, I need to take a beat. I need a break. To be vulnerable to. Mm-hmm. A, right, and be vulnerable. And so with how that translates is and this is just even going back to the whole mind and body connectedness that's why a lot of times black women women but black women are having the highest rates of heart disease yeah. because stress is it, it's held on in your body and there's a book called the body keeps the score the body i don't keeps care the score. what yeah. you say, your body keeps the score and so as much as you feel like you're strong and you're doing it all you are wearing yourself out sis. you are essentially killing yourself by not utilizing your system, you overworking your body, your mind, your heart. And so it literally mm-hmm. overworking your system. And so you need to be able to identify when it's okay to take a break, when it's okay to say, you know what, I need help. I need to not be perfect. And it's okay to be vulnerable. And I think that the more that we have these conversations and the more that we encourage each other to say, you know what, it's okay, sis, I got you. Say right. no. Right. You know, set hard boundaries. I think so many times it's hard to say to set boundaries and but you have to do that, especially when it comes to family, because there's a shift there's a generational shift, right? Because mm-hmm. our mothers and our grandmothers and our aunts, they have no concept of this. <laughs> All this new stuff is just so foreign to them. Listen, and it's yeah. like, you know, work. And when your family needs you, you show up. You don't, you don't, mamas don't get to take a break. Mamas figure it out. And so when they see, you know, these millennials coming up with these new ideas, especially like the Simone Biles and the mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka, mm-hmm. they don't believe in that. And so I feel like we have a lot to unlearn 
we have a lot to reteach our children and, and one another and just kind of give each other permission to say and, and, and be bold and say, you know what? Y'all not going to stress me out. No. Listen. Nope. Listen. Nope. 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 At, at, not going to do it. <laughs> not fencing to do it. And I be think... Unapologetic about it. Right. I know that my mom, there were times where I would call her and she'd be like, what you doing? And I'm just, you know, at home. You not working today? And I'm like, no. Oh, I, girl. I what well, you got to do? Well, nothing. And it's like, then what you all for? And it's you like, got to have a reason. Right. You got to have a reason. There's no there's no concept of, I just need a mental health day. I just need a day. My mama said, I think at one point, she hadn't taken a day off of work. It had been years. And I was like, mom, please take a day off. Right. But it was just a foreign concept. And I think that that's just one of those things that kind of lended itself to mm-hmm. being the, the be all and end all for everything and everybody. And I'm glad that we're sort of stepping away from that narrative. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely glad that we are. And I think we're we're like you said, we're stepping away from that narrative and we're making these changes, these generational changes. So then the ones that like our kids or our, our children's children will, will know, okay, what they need to do to make sure, you know, they're, they're all good um, mentally. And even like when you were talking about boundaries and saying no and things like that, I think for me, I started doing that work maybe over, over a year or so ago when I was, you know, focusing on my physical health, but still trying to do that, 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 uh, the mental work that needed to be done. Right. And so I started minding my business more. Like if, if I'm on a com- on the phone with someone and they're going to be talking about something, they're doing something that's going to, you know, change my vibe or change my energy or what have you, then I'm like, okay, well, you know what, I'm gonna talk to you later or, or you know, just ending that conversation. And I think yeah, that I helps. <laughs> Listen, I think that helps as well to where, um, I had some some people that were able to start recognizing that, right? And thought initially they were recognizing that because of, okay, are you dating or who you did this? I'm like, no, I just started minding my business and saying no and creating boundaries, which then results in that reflecting on how I act and how I appear to those people. So, you know, that that's definitely, definitely something that, you know, we need to do and not to be ashamed of doing or feeling bad because, you know, you told your cousin, I'm sorry, yeah, no, I'm not coming. I'm not mm-hmm. coming to the to the to the baby shower. I'm sorry. No, I'm not coming here. I'm sorry just because I haven't had a good day. You know, I haven't had a good week, and I feel like this will then then affect, could, my affect, energy. affect my energy. So I'm, I'm gonna set this one on out. Even more so, I think that one thing you also have to be prepared for, and Simone Biles is a perfect example. When you start to exercise that, mm-hmm. the people talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. They talk about taking a strong friend, or they talk about you know set boundaries. But when you do that. You're going to find that people are going to meet that with a little bit of vitriol because they take it personally. So when you start to exercise saying no and setting boundaries and what you are and aren't going to do, people are going to meet that because it's not something that they're accustomed to experiencing, especially from someone who hasn't been doing that. So when you say, no, I can't, or this is as much as I have the capacity for, people Mm. are going to be pissed off about that. And you have to be prepared to navigate that space as well and be okay with mm-hmm. people not being happy with your choices. Right, right. So there are consequences what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There are consequences yeah, all the way around whether you respond. Girl, when you tell people no, girl, mm-hmm, they, get, they start just feeling away. Like they do. And ask me if I care at this point in my life. Egg, no. I said what I said. <laughs> you won't know or you won't hear all the way to the no. But Take for it. those people who are learning, <laughs> for those people who are learning to say no and to normalize saying mm-hmm. no for for your personal, what other things um, should 
people normalize or people prioritize, I guess. Um, because when it, when you think about your own personal mental health and this is what I need for me to show up as my best self, um, what else, what else do you see your clients or do you encourage your clients male to, um, prioritize? So I think that being organized really helps with that. So yeah, being, you in my, you on my toes, honey, you on my toes. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, be, being organized and, and thinking about, you know, your day and what that looks like and carving out space. So it could be something as simple as I'm going to make sure that at least for one hour a day and start, with, you know, something small like that, that this time is just for me to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And if that means I'm reading a book, if that means I'm watching my favorite reality show, if that means whatever that looks like for you and then having heart boundaries. So between five and six o'clock every Wednesday is my time and mm-hmm. you don't have access to that time. Oh, right. And it's, it's sort of hard to do that if you don't kind of have a schedule but, you know, thinking about the things that you need, think about the people that you feel best around, right? Mm-hmm. Think about the people who bring your energy, right? So mm-hmm. think about how you feel when you're around certain groups of people and say, you know what? When I go to this particular meeting, these people leave me feeling depleted. They make me feel, you know, low. So I'm only going to engage with these people once a month. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Access, let, limit people's access to you, limit access to the things that make you feel poorly, build up yourself and then figure out how you can reintroduce those things in a way that don't leave you feeling depleted. That's, That's good. good. That's good. That's good. And when you say organization, like for sure, because even sometimes like, okay, if I go in my room and I'm like, listen, you ain't hung these clothes up and it's looking like this, like mm-hmm. my, head, my mind be all over the place. And yeah. I feel like sometimes I don't feel at peace. If the if like if I go like if I just ain't clean my clean clean my house or clean my apartment or whatever I'm like well, you know what and then once you clean it once you get everything organized and in place like you, everything else just kind of like flows it flows it, it does uh, so, that's from the car to listen I saw a post that said um your your mental or it wasn't mental health but how you keep your I think it your was car, your, your car, car and your, your room yeah. or your house or whatever yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a reflection yeah. of how you feel how or you whatever. Feel. And that that is definitely true. There's yeah. a direct right. correlation, I feel. Right. Yeah. It is. Because we're living in chaos. Mm-hmm. And chaos can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. Then that's how you are internalizing the way you exist in the world. It's chaotic. Nothing mm-hmm. is in order. Things are all over the place. And it's hard to find balance and stillness and peacefulness. It's hard to find peace in the middle of chaos. Mm-hmm. And so the one thing that you need to do mm-hmm. is find peace and the way that you do that is to declutter and I'm talking about physical clutter and I'm talking about spiritual clutter mm. and I'm talking about social clutter mm. get rid of some of that stuff mm. <laughs> hallelujah Jesus I received that thank you Lord that's really good declutter <laughs> yes. declutter all the way around all the way <laughs> around and it it hits different because I can I can I can call um, I can call my sister mm-hmm. who really like she literally and my sister, and my mom, they literally Brittany and mom, they really enjoy cleaning up. Mm-hmm. I can call them and tell them. But I'm telling you, when I actually do it myself, when I don't, you know, throw her a couple of dollars or say, hey, I'm a, you know, going to swap this bob. For yeah. This, you cleaning up. When I do it myself, it, it hits different. Like I feel I even feel accomplished. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> clean your room, y'all. Clean, clean your, <laughs> your, your car. Get your, get your closet together, Jennifer, please. OK, I will. <laughs> self-talk 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 well Mel we thank you so so much for joining the conversation yes, with us today bringing your 
your expertise, like those good gems you dropped. I'm, I definitely, um, I have some takeaways. So takeaways <laughs> walked away with a lot for myself. Um, go to therapy, find you a therapist, like uh, declutter, wow. organize, like all of that good stuff. You talk, I'm definitely walking away with some things before you go though. I know we talked about, um, you being the owner of pushing black girls forward. Tell the people a little bit more about what that is. So they'll know how they can, you know, join or find out more information or what have you. Okay, so pushing black girls forward yeah, is. I, thought I, hung up on you I was like, Toy done hung up on me, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it's a service leadership organization, and um, we pair high school age girls with professional women um, to serve as mentors and do projects and leadership projects in their uh, respective communities. I'm mm-hmm. accepting applications right now. I'm hoping to start back up in the fall. Okay. Um, but right now, we're also doing a fundraiser for local, it's called Clara's House. It's a domestic violence shelter for women and children. Raising money, there's a GoFundMe for that. Clara's um, mm-hmm. House is about domestic violence shelter. And we'll be um, looking for volunteers on September 21st to help pack um, bags, uh, like blessing bags, to take over there to the, to the shelter. So that's what we're focused on right now. I really appreciate you guys giving me an opportunity to be here and talk about pushing black girls. Follow us. Um, we're building up our, our network socially. So, yeah, that's what, that's what that's about. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners. You know, hopefully you took heed to what she said so that you can do what mm-hmm. needs to be done. Before she goes, I'm going to ask her. I'm going to ask her to mm-hmm. give us. So, now we have this. The the last thing that we do on the show is the homegirl mantra um, for the week. And it's kind of where, you know, you just give our listeners some encouragement or, you know, something to help them feel like you are literally a badass and you got this. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have anything that you would like to share as a homegirl mantra for the week for uh, part of my chic listeners? Yeah, I definitely. So I like to say that for all of us, since we're on the topic of mental health today, just make sure that ladies put yourself first and make sure that you are filling up your own cup and that way you can serve from the overflow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So make sure to and then serve from the overflow. If you are not filled up, then you can't serve. And so think about it like that. And I think we'll all have a good rest of the week. And we're going to be serving from the overflow. Yes, yes. So that you can serve from the overflow. Well, thank you. Thank you for that homegirl mantra. Um, next up we have what's in the card. What's in the card? We what's go- in your card? What's what's in my card? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's in my card? It's um an old purchase, okay. but you know I'm rocking them today, and I kind of forgot that I had them. They Uh-oh. were in the top of my closet, and as we just said, my closet ain't all that clean, so that's why I forgot <laughs> I had them. But anyway, lost and found um, in my closet. Listen, lost and found right there in my closet. Um. I'm not a sneakerhead, but I do like, you know, like like fresh kicks, right? So I purchased a pair of the Jordan 1 um, Mid Purple Aquas. Thank um, you, So y'all. there's some, you know, if, you, if you're a sneakerhead, you know what the Jordan 1s are. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Mid Purple Aquas. That wasn't a popular release, which is why I was happy to be able to jump on them. <laughs> because, like, nowadays, if you're a sneakerhead and you're trying to, like, get some it's late... Hard it's out hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. It is hard. It is really hard. And so, like... I just like at this point I'm like I'm going for what's not that hot uh-huh. um, and what's not that popular so that I can get them and then number one and then number two I ain't got to be out here with the same like looking like everybody else all the time so um, yeah that's what's in my cart well they cute y'all appreciate you what's in your cart girl in my cart this week so you know that um, shades and sunglass or sunglass and glasses site called Zulu Zulu yes Zulu? Mm-hmm. okay so I finally bit the bullet with that 
Cause I saw some cute frames and I'm uh-huh. like, these aren't these aren't everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'ma just go ahead and buy them. So you got I got me some frames. They came in? No, they didn't come in. Okay. It, it I actually just ordered them last night. Okay, because I ordered some uh-huh. and I never got them. You never got like, them? Mm-mm. Oh wow. It was like a couple years like it was at the top of the pandemic, I think, last year or something. Oh wow. Never got them. Mm, never got them. Well, mine don't don't get lost. I yeah. do know somebody that is a um what do you call it? Uh, ambassador yeah for them. I've seen a lot of people yeah. get them but I don't know what happened to mine I guess it wasn't meant for me to have any so I ain't even try to run that bag what well <laughs> I had to dig in the emails and and be like give me my money back yeah run me my shades or something I don't even worry about it no more I'm gonna take, <laughs> take that ill but shout out to your card mail do you have anything in the card any recent purchases doesn't have to be you know well actually I, I have this well it's closed <laughs> <laughs> in that vein I have this, uh, this dress is a zebra dress from Rat and Boa, and they actually mm. send like any notifications that it's in my cart. But I'm like, oh, what about this dress? So that's what's in my cart. Gotcha. Okay, so you undecided if you're actually gonna purchase. Yeah, I'm undecided. Okay, we had, got it, got it. We had um, <laughs> Tiffany was like that too when she came up here the other week. Was like oh, yeah, she had something Tiffany. in her cart and she wasn't sure. But I'm like, I tend to do it. keep it in your cart, right? And then if it's there when you're ready to make that purchase, it's meant for you to have it. If it's not. You was supposed to find something else. It might be on sale. Yeah. By the time you get ready to buy it. Right, right, right. But most likely, if it's just sitting in the cart, though, you probably don't even need it. If you got to ponder about it. I don't know. My Zara cart be deep sometimes. Really? It's cute. It's kind of cute. Sometimes I have to think about it and make sure I'm not impulse buying it. Yo. Oh, that's... Oh, wow. See, there I go. Mm -hmm. I need need to go to therapy (laughs) because... Whole lot of impulse going on over here. I want that. I got that. I, I got the heavy. I got the heavy, and I got it. Um, but yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening, Mel. Thanks thank again y'all. for joining us. Y'all got that homegirl mantra, Mel. We might ask you to send that to us again so we can put it up there for the people. I typed it out. You typed so it out. Did. Okay, I typed it out a little bit too, but I was, <laughs> thought I could have missed a word or two. But we appreciate you for joining. We appreciate y'all for listening. Y'all know what to do. Until next time. Bye. Once again, thanks y'all for listening to this week's episode. Follow us on Instagram at Part of My Chic Podcast. Listen, we also want you guys to rate and review and subscribe to us on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify Podcast, and Anchor.